0: Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth.
1: Therefore, they said to him, what sign will you perform then? that we may see and believe you. What work will you do? He had just done this the day before. But what will you do today? That's so yesterday. Like, what will you do today? And I think it's it's frightening to realize how much we approach God and each other. What's frightening about it is that it's a blind spot, right? How much we're like, well, what, what can you do for me today? What What are you doing for me today?
0: Many who see and know of the miracles of God Only seek him to get more out of him. And as Elizabeth will point out today, not many seek him for who he is. Because of this, God will often prune believers through trials to reveal sin and determine true faith. Will you abide in Jesus or will you walk away when life is hard? Now let's join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as they continue their message, Pruning.
1: says he would i mean we see it repeatedly he would provide miracles and and people would come as like, oh i love you as long as you do what i want and then they would have no interest in what he actually had to say with it and one of the starkest examples of that is found in john 6 where jesus did what he's done several times he multiplied a little boy's lunch and he fed thousands of people. They didn't even count the women and the children, but it was this amazing miracle. And then it says in verses 12 through 14 of John 6, when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing is lost. Therefore, they gathered them up and they filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which were left over by those who had eaten, like a miracle. And then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, truly, this is the prophet who come into the world. They said that because they saw that, but then, so far so good, right? But then the next day, the, the prior day, they're like, you have done a miracle, you are the prophet. One day later, people come back because what are you going to do for us today, right? Right? And they've just said that he is, they've just declared you are the prophet. And then he says in verse 26 through 30, most assuredly, I say to you, you seek me, not because you see the sign, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life, which the son of man will give you because God, the father has set his seal on him. And then they said to him, what shall we do that we may do the works of God? And Jesus answered them and said to them, this is the work of God that you believe him who he sent. Therefore, they said to him, what sign will you perform then that we may see and believe you? What work will you do? He had just done this the day before. And, but what will you do today? That's so yesterday. Like, what will you do today? And I think it's, it's frightening to realize how much we approach God and each other. What's frightening about it is that it's a blind spot, right? How much we're like, well, what, what can you do for me today? What what are you doing for me today? How much that's part of human and, and nature. And I think a
2: lot of times we, we don't even realize we're doing it. You know, we're, it's definitely not trying to point fingers here because it's, it's, it's deep, it's rooted real deeply in the, fallen human nature and and that's you know one of the reasons that we need the pruning in our own lives I know for me it's it's more like I forget how how much he's done how faithful he's been you know he's like okay for 27 years he's taken care of everything but now we're in the middle of this pandemic and how are we gonna you know and it there's a tendency to freak out and and, and it's the same thing, you know, it, but he, he prunes us individually and corporately for that matter so so that what, what he described there, the food which endures to everlasting life will feed us and feed others through us. You know, I've said it before in, in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah writes about, you know, when you go through the waters you know they they won't overwhelm you when you when you go through the fire it won't burn you it won't consume you and and one day the lord just spoke to my heart and said you know isaiah could say that because i took him through deep water and i took him through some fire so he knew that what he was saying you know it was his experience he knew it, it was true but it's also it's interesting to notice in this passage that you know jesus didn't rebuke them for their hunger he wasn't He wasn't rebuking the need. He was was rebuking them because of the object of their appetite. You know, just like he did through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 55. In in verse 2, Isaiah says, Why do you spend money for what is not bread, and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good, and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Here, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. And then in John chapter 6, verse 35, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you've seen me, and yet do not believe. And Jesus knew what was in their hearts. He knows what's in our hearts. So he's, he's pointing us to the food that will actually satisfy us. You know, the, the thing that we so commonly do is, is we do try to satisfy the, the longing, satisfy the, the, the deeper desire. C.S. Lewis writes a lot about it, but, but we're, it's like we're going to the wrong places. Yes. Yeah, the wrong, the wrong source. And we need to hold on to the word abide because it'll prove to be the, the, really the whole point of what we're talking about. Again, in John chapter 6 and verse 66, we're told that from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. You know, they heard this thing about, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, and they're like, what in the world is this guy talking about? And, and, and so they a lot of them just walked away. Then Jesus said to the twelve. Do you also want to go away? And, and that's really, that's really the question. That's the question that the that the Barna people, um, the, the the research that they did, it, it seems seems to answer that question. You know, for one in three of his disciples. You know, this this wasn't the multitudes that. That turned away. It was his. It was his disciples, and so much so that he turned to the twelve and said, "Are you leaving too?" And 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 I think he would say that to us. You know, it's like, "What about you? Will you abide, or will you walk away when it gets hard?"
1: Um, yeah, well, I almost think sometimes he's asking us, "What will it take? At what point would you walk you away? away? Do you yeah. have a breaking point?" Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And you know what? Maybe you have walked away. The The thing that's so incredible is that it's never too late to come back. You know, I, I'll have, from time to time, I, I'll have somebody imply, sometimes they're a little scared to actually come right out and ask the question, But but the implied question is, is it too late for me? Could it possibly be too late for me? I had a guy tell me one time that he had killed somebody, and he thought there's absolutely no way, you know, I, I'm a I'm a murderer. There's no way that God could ever welcome me back. No, no way that God could ever love me. And and my my answer to that is, well, then you wouldn't be concerned with it at all. Because the only reason we, according to the Bible, the only reason we have any concern about what God thinks or what God wants is that He Himself is drawing us to Himself. He has put within you that desire to be right with God. Otherwise, you wouldn't wouldn't care. You know, Peter walked away. He he denied even knowing the Lord Jesus, but the Lord welcomed him back with open arms and a a glad heart. So, uh, understanding people. First, loving God is inseparable from loving his people. Number two, we are by nature, our fallen nature, we're takers rather than givers. And then third, we naturally take the path of least resistance.
0: tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, Visit MainThingRadio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how MainThing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. Be sure to share any prayer requests too. We want to know how we can pray for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.